Hey, this is Josh, Zach, and Gerard, hosts of Omega Gents Talk, broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 8 p.m. Central from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear the news, weather, sports, and our hot topic of the day. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 to 9 p.m. Central to catch the Omega Gents Talk. Jump in! Good evening, good evening. Welcome to the show. I am not Josh. I'm not Gerard. I am Brother Farmer. I'll be anybody right now. <laughs> We're sitting in for the Omega Gents. We're happy to be here, though. Um, they had some responsibilities that they had to tend to. One of them had to work, another one studying. Um, and these are the things that we, we're really trying to get them to do. So we support them wholeheartedly in taking care of their responsibilities. These are the things we're trying to teach them to do. So we're going to sit in for them tonight. We still have a fun show for you. We're going to do a little talk about um, the NCAA tournament. As you all know, the women's tournament last night or yesterday afternoon was fire. Um, a lot of talk about it today, so we're going to talk about that topic as well as a few other things. Um, before we get started, we'd like to say that tonight's podcast is sponsored by the men of Omicron Gamma Gamma Spring 2022. We thank you all for your support and sponsorship for tonight's show. Keep doing what you're doing. You all have been a wonderful addition to this fraternity. So everybody's probably watch, getting ready to watch the national championship game. Who do you have picked? I'm going with UConn, man. They, they've they been doing their thing, man. I'm going with UConn. UConn. Why not go with the upset? I mean, I, I always root for the upset, but UConn has been really solid. They've been really solid. So what? They haven't won... All of their they, their wins have been by at least 15 points or something like that. Like double-digit wins across the board. Um, they've been getting it done, man. Is that is that the only reason? It's the tournament, man. Anything can happen. It, it can. It can. It I is. wouldn't be surprised. These other guys aren't afraid of anything. So I wouldn't be surprised. But if I had to put some money down, I'd put it on UConn. Yeah. Probably so. This this is probably their year. Uh, they look very dominant. I was just playing. Um, <laughs> I guess San Diego State is the surprise team. Y'all just want to see that upset, March Madness. Anything can happen. Um, but at the end of the day, it's whoever gets hot, get on the roll. I remember that one year, just switching over to football when um, was that Pittsburgh Steelers? They got hot there at the end of the year. New York Giants did it as well. So it's all about who's playing good, playing as a team right there at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on right now. It could definitely happen. I wouldn't be upset either way. Let's yeah. talk about this women's game yesterday. Um, the Who was it? It was LSU was playing against <laughs> – LSU was playing against um, Iowa. And all the talk was the – the facial expressions and the gestures that were uh, uh, thought uh, exhibited during the game. Angela Reese versus Caitlin Clark. Um, I thought it was a wonderful game. It was very entertaining, um, very well played defensively, offensively. I thought the refs were terrible. Um <laughs> And I felt bad for uh, the game because you don't want a championship game to be 
influenced by the refs like that. They kind of pulled it together toward the end, but that first half was bad to watch, and it was really the refs, to me, that were causing that problem. So talk about the incident. That, that, all that sounds good, but talk, <laughs> just get down to what's going on. We got a special guest in the house, too. Jaden, Jaden, right? Come here, Jaden. I'm going to make a star right here. <laughs> it's going to take every bit of 30 seconds. Come on around here, Jaden. Everybody needs to see Jaden. Get on the mic, Jaden. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, so how old are you, Jaden? Four. When's your birthday? Mm. It's the same one it was last year, remember? <laughs> the same exact date. So when did you have your party last year? I want to go to mommy. What? You got to ask mommy when your birthday you is? You don't remember birthday? I thought you was ready to be on the mic. What do you like doing? I like Yeah, to, talking to the mic. Tell I, us. I like to go to the park and then eat the ice cream. What type of ice cream? Mm, strawberry and vanilla. Oh, okay. It sounds good. I'm a chocolate ice cream, strawberry. I eat it. Don't eat enough ice cream that you're fat like me when you get old, all right? Just eat a little bit at a time. You don't want to be fat like Dante, okay? Okay. Say, no ice cream on Sundays. No ice cream on Sundays. So, what, what, you're in pre-K? Mm. What grade are you in? Kindergarten? Mm. Are you in college already? What? You getting ready to graduate from college? <laughs> you're a junior in college? Oh, man, this is great. We have the youngest student ever to attend UT Arlington. Jaden, what's your last name? Jaden Yael Torres. See there, Jaden Torres. He's he's a, he's attending UT Arlington, the youngest four year old to ever graduate uh, from college. And and you gotta be like uh, Mr. Farmer over there. He likes school too. <laughs> kind of do like school. You you done, Jaden? Yeah. I thought you was ready to talk. Man, hey, give me five. There you go. Thanks Good for stopping job. by, man. So, future Omega Jet. Yeah. Um, our question of the night. Let's get to it. What do you think about the comments about Angel Reese and her celebration? Um, there's been a lot of backlash and comments about her using the, the celebration today. Um, what do you all think? Feel free to call in, uh, share your thoughts. So, what do you think? I think double it's standard? double standard. Yeah. So double standard because what the schools or because what I think it's double I think it's double standard because of color I'm, I mean let's not act like it's not what it is right, right. I think it's double standard because uh, Angel Reese is African American mm -hmm. and Caitlin is um, Caitlin Clark is Caucasian no one had a problem when she was doing it and the thing I like about it though. Is Caitlin Clark never? She took her loss, she took her L, and kept it moving. Mm -hmm. She didn't even. They would try to get her, bait her into commenting on it at the uh, post game press conference. She was like, I didn't see any of that. I wanted to shake their hand. They played well. Caitlin kept it moving. It's everybody else that has a problem with it. Mm -hmm. So you, you know where that comes from, right? WWE, John Cena. Mm -hmm. You can't see me. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, I'm pretty sure he was flattered that both of them did it right yeah but at the end of the day you know was i, I don't think she would have did it if if if, if Kaylin hadn't done it first i don't think she would uh angel would have even did it or even 
thought to do that. So it kind of just hey, what goes around comes around, right? Well, well, Angel does have a history of uh, she's she's be- she's well known to be a talker. And and but it's it's not out of her character though. That's what she's done consistent. My thing is be consistent, right? And she's consistently been this way. You can go on YouTube and find videos of her doing the same types of stuff. Not being she's sportsman. She's showing sportsmanship and all of this, but she's just talking like anybody would be talking on a basketball court. Especially so if you talk to her, she's really gonna get at you then. Kind of like a Gary Payton type thing. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess it's the gesture part that you look at because a lot of times uh, people are out there talking on the court and you don't catch that um, during the broadcast, but you catch a gesture. Mm -hmm. So I think that's more so what the big fuss is about. And she probably does do a lot of talking. Uh, She's one of the better players uh, in in, uh, women's basketball. Both of them are actually. But the thing is, when you do the gestures, that's what the camera zooms in on. Mm -hmm. It's hard to zoom in on what they're actually saying. Uh, unless they just really slow it down to get a, 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 a gist of what's going on as far as what, what's being said in slow-mo. But I, I don't see anything wrong with it uh, just because she did it first. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, now I'm on top. I'm about to get a ring. She pointed to a ring finger right, first. Right, right, right. And she could have probably left it at that if she wanted to. But I don't see because Kaylin did it first and she didn't really react. Uh, people hadn't really been reacting with her because she did some other stuff throughout the tournament as mm-hmm. well. Um, so I, I don't see anything wrong with Angel doing it. I also think no one's talking about the fact that Angel came transferred from Maryland. So prior to this, she played against Caitlin for two years when they were both in the Big Ten. Caitlin's at Iowa. Uh, uh, Angel was at Maryland. So they have a history of playing against each other right. and being competitive. Mm-hmm. So it's this they they know each other. I, th- I think that's why to them it's not a big deal. I think it's a big deal to everyone else. Yeah, I think the bigger deal nobody's really talking about is the young lady uh, when they were walking. Uh, oh, man, the two teams. I think uh, University of Memphis was one of them. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the other team, but the girl actually punched the other girl. Uh, I missed down, that. Uh, shaking hands after the game. Mm-hmm. And I have to look that up to see exactly what that uh, what game that was, but it was I think it was in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So nobody's really talking about that as much. But yeah, that's bigger deal than than a right. hand gesture. So yeah, you get slid during the handshake line. That's <laughs> right. That's no right, good. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it could have been TCMF. As I'll look it up, but uh, huh. it was ugly. It was way uglier than saying you can't see me. Well, overall, I think uh, the women's tournament was excellent. I think Dallas did a good job of hosting. Um, they say the ratings are really high, um, increased this year. Um, we're still talking about it a day after, even though we have the men's championship game tonight. So all in all, I think women's basketball wins. Let's transition. Let's talk a little bit about the NBA and and this Kyrie. We, we always start off with the Mavericks. That's the home team. This Kyrie Irving um, experiment, what grade do you give it? Well, I I think it's really going to matter in in the playoffs uh, because you have a certain – We're not going to the playoffs. What? (laughs) We're not – I don't think we're in the play. Yeah, we're going to the playoffs. It might not be a high seed unless they – Google it. See where they – I think they might might, uh, – right now, I don't think they're in. 
yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, they they're they're unless they've taken a terrible crash in the last week. Man, they've been losing left and right. Well, it's an experiment, like you just said. <laughs> uh, you, you expect that to happen with two all-star players, right? They got to right. feel their way out. I think it's going to be. I knew it was going to be difficult. I didn't expect it to be this difficult. I did, because just because the way uh, Kyrie plays, um, it's kind of hard to. I won't say he's like Russell Westbrook, but Kyrie's a different type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably better suited where he's the man on the team. Uh, and Kevin Durant, he can probably be the number two guy or the setup shooting guy mm-hmm. with uh, Luka. But Kyrie, the way he plays, I think he needs to be the number one person on any team he's on. Um, but the Mavericks are... Oh man, let's see. Let's see what the standings are. Okay, I'm on the West Conference. Yeah, they're still what pretty they? good. They're they're in the number eleven, but the only thing is only separating them like a one one game right. separating eleven to eight. The Lakers have snuck back in this thing. Yeah, who get who gets in the play into the play in game? Top ten? I top? think it's the ninth and uh tenth team. They they play in and then or the or the other way around, right. the ninth and eighth team, they play for the eighth seed. Okay. One way so right now we're on the outside looking in, but it's really, I mean, it's yeah, really that, one game. That could change in a week, though. Okay. Um, they we only have, what, three games left? Yeah. Yeah, we, we're close to yeah. through here. We might mess around and miss this thing, three. man. <laughs> yeah, we have to win the next three. Yeah. It's, 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 it's tight so on us. On losing, they three and seven in the last ten games. 30%. That's that, that's unheard of. We would have never thought that. But we gave away all our defense, got Kyrie. I think right now we just have to say, hopefully it'll turn around, they make the playoffs and make a run. I, just given what we've seen up to this point, I don't think that's likely. But I'm, I hold out hope for it. But I think we have to say at this point that the Kyrie experiment has been uh, a failure. And, and this isn't a, a comment on Kyrie or Luca. I think it's just a comment on the experiment. I, I think I probably would have tried the same thing. Um, but, you know, it didn't work out. Living in your life. Uh, that, that, that time goes fast. It's already April, and I'm thinking it's a lot of season left. But when you start in November, I guess. Well, yeah. October. Uh-huh. End of October. So, yeah. So let's go to commercial, and then we'll, we'll switch gears. Talk about some other things here. You can get the biggest in there back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they set it up, I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had to watch so I two tones. Taking me, I'm gonna be up until the morning. It ain't your car, you just a Lisa, you don't own it. If I'm in this club, I got that five when I'm performing. The back end just came in and all on Five's the little cute, they all on us. I'm from Atlanta, we're young. Every other 
other night, another movie get made. Every other night, another dollar get made. Every other night started with a good day. I feel like a child, I got boogers in the face. I'm a dancing in the dollar, this is a parade. I don't want your train, I'm going one another slave. I had a job that left too many get insane. TSA a race me, so I took a private plane. Get like a wine, working on my aim. Drip too hard, hard to the car. Design it to the grind, I can balance by the name. Drip too hard, cushion on the floor, you gon' fuck around and drown, try and run in Drip too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown off this way. Doing all these shows, hopping on the road, I don't care why I go, long as I keep paid. Bad little fire, she been on my mind. Soon as I get back, she can stay. Do this all the time, this ain't no surprise. <laughs> So we're back. Uh, since it, the adults have taken over the show, we're going to talk about <laughs> some adult things, starting with the Trump indictment. He was indicted or expected to be arraigned tomorrow on 30 charges in New York. Um, this is the first time uh, he's the first former president to have been impeached twice and the first to be criminally indicted. So uh, what do you think about that? It's, I, it's been a long time coming, I think. But I, quite honestly, I don't think that, that this is the one. I, I think the one in uh, Tennessee is the one that I'm really looking out for. I think this one um, they can kind of dismiss away. And um, I, I don't agree with the way they're trying to dismiss it because it seems to me that the the issue with Clinton was similar, right? Uh, and. I just ask for consistency when people when people do things right. If you want to do things one way, then be consistent about it, right? And so, the, they tried to dismiss the whole Clinton thing the same way, saying that it was it was just sex and nobody, you know, the whitewater thing and all none of that stuff really came to fruition. And and now when the same thing is done with Trump, now people have a problem with it. But these are the same people he won because they hated the Clinton so much. Like, that's really how he won. They hated the Clintons, and that really motorized, um, energized the base, and they came out and voted. So, to me, it's interesting that now, you know, it's not an issue, but when it was Clinton, it was. Yeah, so the thing is, um, I guess the biggest thing, I'm not really looking at that part of it with the allegations against the women, um, because they can get several people in Congress for that. Right. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is, is when he tried to overturn the election, um, like, dude, you lost, like, let it go. So that's the Tennessee thing, right? So, so basically what you're saying is you're, you're running for president, uh, whoever's running for Senate, whoever's running for the house. But out of all of those votes that came in for all the people, Yours were the only ones that were wrong. So I was like, how does that happen? Yeah. But out of all the investigations and all the um, people that's been hanging with him or been on his team, and they went to, they went to, uh, they've been indicted. Some of them have went to actual prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's his time. Like right. It's finally catching up to him. And he, he's, the only thing I don't like is that as soon as it happened within, I think eight hours he had raised four million more dollars. Right, because people he, don't believe they like, don't believe. It's like being a cult figure. So to some people, the diehard fans, they're they're truly diehard supporters mm-hmm. of, of, of of Trump. So they just start pouring in money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what'll happen with this one in particular. 
He has some more to go, but he's not going to lose any support. Mm-hmm. May not gain any more followers, but um, he's not going to lose any support. And the, I think the biggest thing that he erred in is when he tried to overturn the election and cause that insurrection. Because f- for better or, or worse or whatever may be the case, the the Senate people, the Republicans that are just diehard fa- uh, supporters of him, I think that even ruffled their feathers when, when, when he didn't tell them to go back and mm-hmm. go back to their homes or trailers or RVs, whatever they came up there in. He didn't make a push for them to stop. And if nothing else, they really believe in the Constitution. Right. And they I might apologize. interpret it different, but they really believe in the Constitution. So that ruffled their feathers. Yeah, I apologize. I know some people out there asking, what am I talking about? I meant to say Georgia, not Tennessee. I've been saying Tennessee. It's the issues in Georgia in the Georgia election that that really you're referring to. And I think I'm looking forward to seeing how they deal with that, because I think really that's the crime. I think that's, you know, the attempt to overturn the election in Georgia by trying to get those additional votes. I think that's the issue. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. If it's a picture of sore loser in a dictionary, that would be him. Mm-hmm. He has federal and state investigations, and he's still going to run for president while all of this is going on. So what people don't, a lot of people don't understand is just because you're indicted, that really doesn't mean that you're going to go to jail. You know, you still have to have your due process. But it looks, like they said, it looks bad because he's already been impeached mm-hmm. <laughs> while he was the president. And now he's the former president. He's been indicted the first time, which, you know, people have finally caught caught up with him. So it doesn't look good at all. Um, But once again, they got the diehard supporters. They raised money within eight hours. They already had four more million dollars on the books. Well, I think that the the biggest thing is um, the people, the people who support him, they'll never turn. Right. So. Like, what is it going to take? We used to say, like, when he was president, I always thought that, oh, this is it. When he said, grab him by the, I yeah. thought, oh, this is oh, it. Yeah. You know, every time you think this is it, but it's, there's never it. So so just thinking about that, though, who's the coolest president? Put you on the spot uh, between these two guys, uh, Bill Clinton and Obama. <laughs> so who was cooler? Oh, Obama had him barely, but I think Obama had him. Yeah, Clint was cool. My homeboy is cool, man. Clint, Clint was cool, Clint was man. Cool. But Obama came down those steps, man, with that <laughs> swag, and it was over with. So who who got more accomplished, though? I oh, I think Clint got more accomplished. That's the part that I don't really get is why they hated him so much when America was thriving when he was president, mm-hmm. like. Everybody was getting what they need. I mean, of course, it wasn't great for everybody, but people were making money. Everybody was making money. When Clinton was president? Yeah, when Clinton was president. I think that's why I I say his administration got more accomplished than Obama because life was better under Clinton than it was. But we have to remember the circumstances that President Obama was dealing with were different, right? Right. He came in with the big, huge recession and all of this stuff. And then some stuff came out of Clinton's administration that turned out to be not so good. Right. Right. The whole prison uh, situation and um, some of the laws that were made. But, you know, nothing's ever perfect. Yeah. It, it kind of affected the 2000s of, of what came out of that. Mm-hmm. 
and that's why they uh, President Biden he had a lot to do with uh, a lot of people going to jail that people don't realize with some right. of the uh, bills he were introducing. So that's why they'll, they they hang they still um, pretty much hold it against them. Right. So that takes me really to because the over response that they had in the nineties to the crime that was going on led to some outcomes that we couldn't predict Mm -hmm. that we're still dealing with today, right? Right. One of my concerns with this gun control, we can transition to the gun control issue, right, is one of my concerns (laughs) is an over-response to that that may lead to some unknown issues moving down the line. Where do you stand on gun control, and how do you think it could help with some of the situations that we see going on now in our society? Or do you think it can help? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where I stand. Um, like, I don't think gun control could have really helped the, the most recent situation. I think if a person can get a hand on a gun, and they can, even if we start controlling them right now, you can't stop a person from just walking into a place and shooting it up. Right. So you have to ask yourself, what is gun control, though, right? Um, you live in the United <laughs> States of America. You can get a gun quicker than you can get a car. So if I have a mental health issue and you put a regulation in there and I have a documented mental health issue and then I go to get a gun and you tell me no, that doesn't really mean anything to me, right? Because if I want the gun, I'm going to go to a friend or I'm going to go somewhere off the street that I know people selling guns and I'm going to get a gun. Right. So there's really no thing about gun control. And then the other thing is when you have the the school shootings, so this is what happens. You 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 go over these drills with the with the students, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what to do in those drills. So some of those same students that are learning what everybody's doing in the drill, those are some of the school shooters, right? Mm-hmm. So it may not be the next year or the next year, but when they come back two, three years later and, and they have mental issues, they already know where the safety places to go. They already know who's supposed to go, kind of like with a tornado drill, right? Right. They've been in that same drill, so they know the routine, so they know where to go look for um, students. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a hit and miss. But, yeah, I don't believe there there is anything called gun control, right? You can write, you can take, legally, mm-hmm. take the, what is it, AR-15s, assault rifles off the street, but that doesn't mean anything. Right. It's, it's way easier to get a gun than it is a car or a house. <laughs> uh, I, I saw an article last week about how bad the AR-15 is in terms of the damage that it does. And I was like, this is advertisement for <laughs> right. why they People buy guns to be able to do damage. So mm-hmm. for you to tell me that this thing is doing what I want it to do isn't necessarily making it look bad. In terms of the reason I'm buying the gun, I thought that was weird. Well, the, I guess the I guess the thing that they're saying is, it's more so it's a it's a political push, right? Mm-hmm. You know, are you really concerned with getting these guns off the street? Probably not. But does it look good for you to stand in front of the Congress or the House and say that? Yeah, because that that takes you to your next step in in whatever you want to go in your political career. But at the end of the day, are we really going to have gun control? No. So you have to do the next best thing. You have to teach safety. Uh, you have to teach 
once again, you have to teach the students what to do in case of a, a what is it called, an active shooter, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's just what last week you had two shootings, mm-hmm. school shootings, right? So it's going to happen, and you just pray for the best when it does happen that everybody knows where to go and they don't panic. But at the same time, if you're a five, six, six, six year old student, you know you're going to panic at some point, right? You know, regardless of how many drills you've had. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't believe there's anything called gun control as far as paperwork, administrative-wise, mm-hmm. that's going to help us get guns out the street or out the, I guess out, the, out of the hands of the people that shouldn't have them. Because if you look at the last few shootings, uh, a lot of those guys bought the guns legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, at the time that they bought the gun, they might not be, you know, they might not have no mental issues. It mm-hmm. can happen over the course of them. Or they can break in and get mom and dad's guns. So. Yeah, I that's I, I I agree. I think is there's really it's going to be difficult difficult to control it. And um my I guess my question is why are schools being targeted in the last 2 or 3 years? Why is it or 5 years have whenever Sandy Hooks happened since then why have schools been targeted? Actually, um the school in Colorado Columbine well, the one last that was week, like the first uh, big one, the right? guy just went and killed three students and three adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even sure if he went to that school or not, but I think that's the biggest way to make a, to get the attention that you're looking for. But one thing I do like that they do now is they don't necessarily um, uh, even say the shooter's name mm-hmm. unless it's just a huge one. Mm-hmm. But they try to keep that from like publicizing that person and, and making it all about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't really mention as much as they used to. Uh, who is this person? This is a big shooter. So right. that's a good thing. But yeah, I don't know why you would go to an elementary and this is your moment of right. fame, you know, to take it out on the innocent. Uh, where pretty much everybody's innocent if they haven't done anything, let alone a, a second, third grade student. Right, right. That's, that's, that's the part that's beyond me. And now, with all of these happening and working in a high school, I literally, before I get out of my car to go into the school every day, it crosses my mind now. And I'm, I'm, I'm a gun owner, but we, I can't take my gun into the school, right? And I don't know that it's a place. I, I definitely don't want teachers or staff walking around with guns because I, I think more people will get kids and students to get shot than anybody. So, um but you know it crosses my mind i this would that probably would have never been the case fifteen ten fifteen years ago, yeah, so let's go to a commercial then we'll come back we'll interview our uh president of omega gents uh Corey Hamilton, so we'll take a short commercial and come right back. Paranoid, I 
anything or will I be destroyed? Yeah. Bright lights pass me in the city, it's emergency. I'm thankful cause I made it past my thirties, no I'm me. Still remember vividly the that pulled a gun on me. I'm petrified but moving like I got no sense of urgency. Pride making, making act way harder than he really be. Try to hide the shame of city, cut off all utilities. Try to hide the pain of growing up in hell and poverty. Try to make a naked feeling way that you will follow me. Make a flash, flash a thousand like he hit the lottery. Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be. Make you have to take the to court to see a prodigy. Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery. Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy. Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology. Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be. It got me Feeling different when somebody said it proud of me Pride is a devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil And it left so many R.I.P. Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil Yeah Terrified, paranoid, I put you over everything To fill the void and when you're gone will I Anything or will I be destroyed? Mm. Terrified, paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Yeah. Too much money to count, what's the amount? Ten of a bounce, I got a pen to add it up. Then pay somebody to make sure whatever amount he said, I'm back it up. Got racks on racks, I'm racking up, stacking up. You reaching or acting up? Break it down, weigh it up, not back it up. Make a five of mine, that's regular. Playing with us, that's negative Go back to start, that's never I'm a boss, my closet never Ain't no off days on my schedule Long as I live, we live forever Told my twin get better You can then slip, let me ahead of Got my feet up, I think sending bands And have on the jet I don't need them, that in the past I'm feeling like what's next Got my speed up, foot all on the gas Just not a CA vet I can beat them, I believe in me Just tell me what's the bet We're back. Back. Got Corey. What's going President on? President Omega Gents in the building. What's going on? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing all right. What's all right? I've been chilling. Chilling? Yeah. Trying to focus on school, football. You know. Football. What position you play? Play D tackle, running back, DN, a little bit linebacker maybe. So you play out. defensive tackle and running back. That's the awkwardest change. <laughs> it used to be you played running back and linebacker. It's still that way, but I'm just different. You're different? Yeah. Okay, so what makes you different? Um, I just got that dog in me. You got a dog in you? Literally. Literally. <laughs> so, so you should be averaging, what, six, seven, eight tackles a game when I see that dog come out? Something like that, yeah. All right. So you have the size and the speed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, D-tackle next year, I don't know because I've been losing weight. But I know I might can do DM, but they're think- I'm thinking about moving just a linebacker. But so it doesn't matter. Wherever I go, I'm going to do good. So what's, What school are you at? Lincoln. Lincoln? In uh, Dallas? Yeah. Okay. That's just where I play football. I go to school at Townview. Mansfield team? No, no Townview. Uh, Townview D-I-S-D. Oh, they don't have a football team? No, that's a law magnet. Oh, okay. But you, so you had to go play at Lincoln? Yes. Yeah, I hmm. play at Lincoln. Wait, whose district is, is Lincoln in? Who, 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 what other teams you all play? Mm, I think we got Cattle Mills. 
uh, Roosevelt, Carter. I don't think Madison's in our division, but we play them. It's called the South Dallas Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but we play them. Um, Wills Point, I think Sunnyvale, some okay. other it's team. Sark. No, nah, that's 5A. Sark. Or 4A. Sark is 5A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Lincoln, that's where Chris Boss went, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was, now that team was probably one of the best uh, high school teams around. Yeah. It was him and uh, I think last Hopkins or somebody like that. Uh, Byron Eton. It was him and another guy that went to uh, SMU. I think Byron went to uh, Oklahoma State. And you Chris know, went to Georgia Tech. Lincoln has a rich history of of athletics and just general. It's always held a special uh, place in African Americans in Dallas heart because that's really our first school we really went to from that area. So a lot of my father's friends and all of them went to Lincoln growing up. So Lincoln's always been a special place in our community. So you started? Oh, yeah. You started? This your first year at that school? or That's my second year. I had to, um, I couldn't play varsity last year because I transferred from DeSoto. I transferred too late. If I would have transferred that last semester, then I would have been good. But I waited till the next year, and they said I couldn't play varsity because of DISD rules. So I just dibbled and dabbled with JV, but now I'm fully varsity. So look out for number zero. Oh, you got zero? Yeah. Okay. So if I come to the game, and I'm on the bench as a fan, and zero is also on the bench as a player, something's going to be wrong. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, all I'm saying. You know we'll be out to support you as an, as an Omega gent. We always like to catch at least one game, if not multiple. So you know we'll be out to check you out next year. Yeah, Friday for sure. Night. You run track, play basketball, anything? Uh, yeah, I run track for practice, but I throw. Shot put? Yeah, shot put in this. What's your longest shot put? Longest shot put? I think like a thirty-three. It's not all that. It's yeah. my first year, but I'm, I'm getting there. It, getting your footwork right. Yeah, working on my technique and stuff. Oh, you gonna, you gonna do it next spring too? Yeah, I'm gonna do it next year too. My so you graduate next year, right? Yeah, I got one more year. Yeah, okay. I'm a junior cool. right now. Cool, man. And the discus, how far? Discus, my furthest was at 85. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. I'm still working yeah. on it. So, so they say if you run track, it makes you uh, faster and quicker in football. Yeah, I if, mean, I, if you're doing the the distance, like a uh, quarter mile, some of the sprints and everything. Uh, well, sprints help you with your speed for sure, mm-hmm. but I guess distance kind of helps you with your endurance. So I tried to do like a couple of 400s or 450s just to stay in shape and keep my speed. So, so when you're running the 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 quarter. You're doing a four four fifty, so you're doing an extra fifty meters. Now, are you doing that full speed, or how are you building up? Are you taking off fast and uh, slowing down, or are you just building up as you go? Well, I compete with my teammates, so we have like real four hundred runners, and I try to stay up with them. So I just push myself a little harder. So yeah, I push myself, and in that last one hundred meters, I really like go hard. But yeah, we start like. Around the 50-yard line, mm-hmm. and then we run all the way around until, like, the finish line right there. So, it's a 450, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I try to compete with them every day. 
try to get better. But How's it been transitioning from your old school to Lincoln? Uh, oh, but you're at Townview. How's it been transitioning to Townview? To Townview, it's a um, it's a better educational environment. I'm not gonna say it was easier by far. It's it's a lot harder, but it's a better place for me. Like Desoto, their education was all right. It was all right, but compared to Townview, it's it's nothing. Like if you go to Townview, you're pretty much guaranteed to get into college or mm-hmm. go. But yes, yeah, it's, it's been it's been all right. I've had people help me out. Mm-hmm. Into my transition, and just have to work hard and stay up late at night. Yeah, really work on it. So you got two sets of classmates, one at Townview and then one at Lincoln. Well, I don't have classmates at Lincoln. I just have my teammates because yeah, I don't. I don't but, go to school. But y'all in the same grade though, right? Yeah. And they're gonna graduate in twenty four. Yeah, some of them. And then yeah. you're gonna graduate in twenty four. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have the people that you go to school with at Townview. And you're also going to have the people that you play football with. And, and all of y'all are graduating at the same time. So that's unique because you're going to have two sets of classmates. Yeah. Yeah, it's unique. But wow. I feel like my transition to Lincoln being good, too. That's been real good compared to – I mean, DeSoto, they're good. And it's a good program. And, you know, they went state. It was kind of kind of hurt me when they went state. And I was like, dang, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. But I plan on bringing my own to Lincoln. So – that's the plan. So you go to school in the daytime, and then you go practice with them in the evening, in the afternoon, or like right when right when school gets out at Townview, because Townview and Lincoln gets out at the same time at four thirty. So right when school gets out, I just drive straight to Lincoln, and I get started on whatever they're doing. Like if we have so you season. drive yourself. Yeah, I drive okay. myself to um, practice. But so what? What was the most difficult part of the transition for you? To Lincoln or Townview? Townview. Let's talk about, you know, I'm in the academics, so. Uh, it would have to be the workload. Uh-huh. Like DeSoto, you might get, like, one assignment, uh-huh. one homework assignment for the whole week. But each class at Townview has a homework assignment or a few, and every single class has mm-hmm. homework. So it's, like, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to say the work is super difficult. Some is difficult, but it's all manageable. It's about are you going to actually do it? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's getting me ready for college. And then it's going to make college real easy because, mm-hmm. like, it's less work. Or at least manageable. Yeah. Townview, it's, like, a lot of pressure at Townview. So what was the difficult transition to the team aspect over at Lincoln? Mm, I really wouldn't say it would be difficult. I mean... So you're I telling just, me those dudes at Lincoln just accepted this dude coming from DeSoto I mean, right off the bat. They were like, oh, I welcome mean, to the team. I've always been that guy. So I just, <laughs> had, to, I just had to prove myself uh-huh. in one-on-ones, and they saw what I could do, and they saw me on the field too, mm-hmm. especially in the scrimmages, because I, I could play scrimmages against varsity, and I went crazy. But I just I found out, like, I couldn't play. I couldn't play varsity because I'm mm-hmm. transferred, so I had to play JV. I already have – my highlight reel look real good, so they they know what I can do. So I'm not gonna say it was like hard or I necess- I didn't necessarily had to fight for a spot, but yeah, it was just. But if, I've been working hard, okay. but like it's been a lot of lifting. Cause you got that what in you? That dog in me. Oh, okay. But. All right, we gonna remember that. <laughs> got that dog in you. Okay. Yeah. A lot of lifting. Yeah, we've been we've been well, we've been lifting. But it's not as much as I would want to. 
I want to live more, but I understand that I can't because I'm not like I don't have the period with them, and I will next year. But I don't have the period mm-hmm. with the team to live with them. So it's more like after school, I would go into like the weight room or whatever and lift. So I get my own lift in without the team. But yes. So what's your best press? What's your max? Uh, all time, I'm not gonna say this is my max right now. But the most I've lifted is 275. Right now, it might be a little bit more, a little bit less. We'll never know. But, yeah. So, 275? Yeah, 275 as of right now. Squat? Squat. Most I've squatted was 405. But it came up easy. I'm, my squat is probably more than that by now. Mm-hmm. My squat's most likely more than that. But, you yeah, just got to keep on working. I'm planning on this summer. This summer is really going to be a lot. Cause I got time off. You going to any camps in the summer? Oh yeah, I'm going to a bunch of camps. Um, I'm not gonna say which one specifically, but I know I'm gonna go probably to maybe SMU again or UNT, maybe some smaller colleges. I'm planning on. I want to see if like North Carolina and T, cause that's where I, where I really want to go. But see if they got any camps. If I might go over there, but. Yeah, but I'm also doing internships this summer, so I'm going to just have to find out, you know, how to balance that. But Internships for? Um, I'm not sure on the specifics, but I did meet with a couple people. Mm-hmm. You know, the chief of Dallas, mm-hmm. Chief Garcia. I'm not going to say this is, like, set in stone, but I did speak with him, and I'm trying to contact him on the internship. Okay. This summer, working with him. But what are you interested in doing? Uh, I'm interested in being a lawyer. Okay. Yeah, law. That's that's really what I'm going to college for. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And what what made you become interested in law? Mm, well, for the most part, I was really interested in engineering. Mm-hmm. That's what I really started out with. Like, I was really interested in engineering because I like math. But then once I got to, like, geometry and pre-cal and then we started doing like unnecessary math that's when like what is unnecessary math it's like (laughs) when are we gonna use like cosine tangent cotangent all all that i mean it's just a problem solving language yeah and it's not like it's hard to i mean it is hard but like it's not like it's undoable but i feel like i'm a better Lawyer, I feel like I'm I'm more interested in the law field right mm-hmm. now than in engineering. So, okay. Yeah. So if you had if if there were some other Omega gents listening right now, and you seem to have a plan for what you want to get done between now and the end of the school year and then the summer, what would you tell them was the most important thing they need to do now to get prepared for the summer and then the next school year? I would probably say make a plan and stick to it because I have problems with like making plans and sticking to it and also don't procrastinate when you when you're doing something like for example if you set a date for something or you got something going on 
and you just keep on putting it past you just like homework you just keep on putting it past you it's, it's gonna stack up and then eventually you can't do nothing about it so I mean you just gotta stay on top of what you're doing and stay focused and yeah that's pretty much it alright so we'll we'll shut it down with that make a plan make sure you make a plan don't procrastinate and stay focused I have a saying that I, I say say to people all the time, focus and finish. I actually stole that, but I'm on, I say it all the time, focus and finish. So make a plan, focus, and finish. We'll leave you all with that for this week. Next time we see you, though, we want to talk about what's the big thing coming up. The expo. The expo is coming up for sure. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about Cusino Night, our big fundraising um, event. Cusino weekend um, coming up in as well. So looking forward to seeing you all next week. This has been the Omega Gents Podcast. Yeah. Life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little Keith.